time to head to South Otago this afternoon on the muster where we are catching up with Nigel Woodhead farming between Balclutha and Milton. G'day Nigel, how's things? Yeah, how you doing Andy? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad, still a bit chilly but it's, um, yeah, at least it's, it's not as bad as it's been. How did it get your way? It got pretty nippy by the sounds of it. Ah uh, yes, it was freezing. Yeah, Tuesday was miserable I and mean, it was miserable everywhere but um, yeah, but we, we, yeah, because we were a bit lower in altitude and quite close to the coast, we didn't have any, any snow or anything silly. It was just those nasty showers coming through, and yes, it was pretty cold, but you know, it's winter time, so it's what you've got to expect. Did you have a wind chill going? Oh, I don't know what it'll be, but it'll be negative something. Yeah, Man, it was cold. Just one of those days, but um, yeah, like the last week's been just a grim reality check that we are indeed on the winter seg- winter module, I suppose. Yeah, and it's been, you know, like um, the last two or three winters for us have been actually pretty pretty benign. So, um, yeah, maybe we might get a, a winter that, you know, in inverted commas, a bit more normal this year. I don't know. But um, I'll tell you what's interesting, though, is I you know, totaled up all our rain figures for the year the other day. We've only had 240, 250 mils of rain for the year. Jeepers. Um, and, you know, we're about ha- close on halfway through the year and we're less than a third of the way through our rainfall. So, um yeah, it makes me a wee bit worried about what's going to happen. Uh, you know, between here and Christmas time, we you know we'll, we'll get to our 800, 850 mils most years. So we'll get there this year, I'd say. Um, you know, when's that rain going to come, and what's it going to do to us? Because they're on the shortest day next Tuesday as well. But I mean, not that ma- that means anything with the weather, because more often than not, that can mean the slog really starts, isn't it? Yes, exactly. Yeah, July, July, yeah, is the big one for us. Yeah, um, usually we can we can. Sort of tick through June, all right. Like even ground conditions at the moment, with all the rain we've had, actually still aren't too bad. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah, you know, you've, you've had sort of forty odd mils of rain the last week, and yeah, you get another forty in a couple of weeks, another forty again, another couple of weeks later, and then by the middle of July she's a bog hole. So um, yeah, we're ticking along pretty good at the moment, but it'll be July that'll be the telling one, I think. Um, and yeah, hopefully, hopefully, you know, we get the winter when the winter's meant to be, and it, things actually come right in August, early September first. We still haven't had the run of frosts that we normally associate, though, have we? No, nah, we, nah, we haven't really either. There was a few frosts the other day, and um, then things sort of come, come right again. So, I don't know, like, I, I'm, I'm OK with no frost. Like, if we, if we get a sort of wet, wetter winter, we tend to grow a bit more through the winter. Yeah. Make it more of a mess on your crop and things, so that's what crop's for. But, the, um, you know, pasture covers usually push push forward quite nicely through a, through a wetter winter here because... Ground, uh, ground temperature stay a bit warmer, whereas you get all those frosts and you know, and, and you know, basically stops. So you know, we can get sort of close to ten kilos a day for most of the winter here, most of the time. Tell you what, mate, I had a really good conversation on Tuesday with Alex Field to take a south and rep going up to Whangarei for the Young Farmer of the Year comp. Of course, you've been there, done that, and you got the crown as well. Um, interesting insight he gave in regards to studying for the competition and uh, just having to find himself a happy balance, happy medium balance between the study and the work. Um, how did, mate, back in your day, how did you find it when you were trying to do the study and just work it in with, with your job? Oh, it was pretty tough. Yeah, no, it was, it was tough. Like, um, I was very lucky. You know, we, we were farming um, on our own right at that stage, so uh, yeah, we leased the farm. So I sort of was able to make decisions about what needed done and when, because it was my business, not anyone else's. If you know what I mean. So yeah, yeah the way I worked is I'd be out of bed sharp in the morning, get all my stock work done by mid to late morning, 
you know, pretty much spend the rest of our day in the office, um, studying or doing doing things here and there. You know, often go out again at last thing at night and um, shift the mob of stock and feed dogs and whatnot. But you know, um, I was able to sort of do it that way, and then I tried to make sure I had at least half a day to do something else um, during the week as well, whether it was a Saturday or a Sunday afternoon to go and do something with Leanne or just even if it was as simple as just sitting in front of the TV for the afternoon just to do, just to get your mind off it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, everybody's different, right? Like Some people operate better when they just cram and that's all they focus on. Mm. Um, you know, I, I was definitely of the of the mindset where you've got to sort of try and find that balance. And it is a hard one because, you know, every, every hour of study you don't do is an hour that someone else will be doing, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So, you know, if you want to be, if you want to, you know, put in a good show and, and come out on top. You, you've got to put in the work, but you've also got to make sure that, you know, as a as a human, as a person, you're going to be fighting fit when you get up there. And um, yeah, you know, Alex made mention of that on Tuesday, so it's good to see him thinking like that. It's when you think about the study habits. Geez, when I was back at St Kevs back in the day, um, we had compulsory study at night in fourth form, which is about fifteen, I suppose, from six thirty till nine o'clock at night every night, and. I, I don't know. I just zone out after 45 minutes. You do what you had to do, but I'll never be somebody who would extend myself. I'll be perfectly honest. I just read sports magazines for about the last hour and a half because I just zoned out. So, But that was just what I did. Everybody's different, you know. I've never been someone to sit there and cram meticulously to detail for stuff like that. And um, I probably showed them the results in school, to be fair. But it's something, though, that everybody's got a different mindset for and the way you look at it. And you just need to find, like we said, we've got to find your balance, don't you? Yeah. But the, the other the other thing here with what you were talking about is that when you're 15, study's not, I mean, it's not high on your priority list. Oh, God, no. You're, you're still a blaming child for crying out loud. You've got other things to deal with. So, you know, trying to, you know, trying to make kids that, you know, in their mid-teens study for three or four hours a day, it, it, you know, you might as well not bother. You know, it wasn't until probably the end of my Lincoln that I actually got my head around studying and, you know, using my time wisely and how, how to do it and when and, you know, and actually having a good understanding of knowing in your own mind when it was time to just knock off because you weren't actually doing anything constructive, if you know what I mean. Like yeah. you might be reading what you need to read, but it's not sinking in. Yeah. You know, whereas the, the half an hour you did right at the start was actually more more valuable than the three hours you did at the end potentially. So um, yeah, with the with the benefit of a bit of age and hindsight, um, will make life a whole lot easier for when you're doing study like that. And Alex. Yeah, he's been there long enough. He he he'll know what's what there. So um, it's that's one of the challenges of young farmers, right? That's what makes it what it is. Is you know um, trying to trying to yeah trying to balance all of that and 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 work out who you are and what's your strengths and and how to how to um, work on your limitations and and to, to leverage on your strengths. But when you're at Lincoln, though, it's hard not to get um sidetracked to study when you've got pubs down the road and doing the student life too, I suppose. Oh, yeah, yeah, big time. I, I was pretty good in, in first year because first year for me was very much like seventh form again. Yeah. Um, it was second year that tripped me up. I moved into a flat. There was seven of us, and I didn't know any of them, so we were all pretty new to each other. And was there four boys and three girls, and, yeah, we had some big parties, and <laughs> not a lot of study got done. And, yeah, that was that was, it was second year that tripped me up. So I had some, had some ground to make up in third and fourth year. But, um, yeah, it was... Yeah, you're right. Right when there's when there's competing priorities, and I use that priority word um, inverted commas you know, loosely. Yeah, inverted <laughs> commas reasonably loosely. 
you know, it is hard. And, and again, you know, at, at that age, you're still trying to trying to figure out who you are and what you are and what you want to do, and you want to go and have a good time as well. So, but that's the beauty of it, right? So you, you're better off to do that stuff when you're at 18, 19, 20 than trying to work it out now. Now you put that into context beautifully. Nigel Woodhead, thanks for your time on the muster as always. No worries. Cheers, Andy. Nigel Woodhead there, farming in South Otago, just reminiscing about the good old days of Lincoln. Um, I'm sure a few people would be able to identify with that as well. Coming up next on the muster to wrap it for a Thursday, resident sporting guru Nathan Burden. Somehow, right.